blessed last week. Yes. We had a powerful teaching. And I think I go to number nine. Yes. That purpose is time sensitive. Let's run down through from the top. I'm not going to stay. I'm just running down through from the top. And then we stick to nine. Then I continue to the point 12. Shall we read one go? Shall we read what's on the screen? One go. Mm -hmm. Again. When you are fruitful in your spiritual life, every other aspect of your life falls in place. When you become fruitful in your spiritual life, every other area of your life falls in place. That means when you are not fruitful in your spiritual walk with God, other areas of your life also get affected. Number two, shall we read one go? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. We were all created by God and we were created for a that is, God had an original intent for your life. See, God had an original intent. Yes, God had an original intent for your life. You were created by God and uh, he has an intent for creating you. Every single one of us, that is what you need to know, that you are not just matter. You are not, you are not just an object that has space and can, and can occupy, that has weight and can occupy space, you, are, you were created with a divine purpose and a divine assignment. Yes. Are we here? Yes. Number three, until you discover your purpose, life has no meaning. Until you discover your purpose, life has what? No meaning. God requires us to be fruitful in our purpose. God requires you to be fruitful. Every single aspect of your life becomes fruitful when you are walking in your purpose. When you get to know this is the main reason why God created me, you walk in fruitfulness. Not just fruitfulness, you walk in what we call fulfillment. Somebody say fulfillment. fulfillment. You feel fulfilled. You feel happy. I mean, if you want to know what your purpose is, what is it that I always say you will do without getting paid? You, you, you feel like you can do this. And even if nobody pays you, you are happy doing it. Are you hearing me? Yes. yes. You are able to understand that, I mean, I'm happy to do this. Even if nobody pays me, nobody, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledges what I'm doing. I still find that fulfillment in what I'm doing. So once you are able to identify that, chances are that that may be that which God created you to do. Number four fulfilling your purpose must be your what? ultimate goal in life because if you don't do that that means you are disappointing god the main reason why god brought you here on the earth is to do his bidding that which he wants you to do so you might your ultimate goal in life is not to buy a new house or to buy a new car or to get married and have children your main goal your primary assignment in life is to what find the reason why god created you are we together yes yes number five your success in life is not measured by your possessions your success in life is measured by how well you are able to what and I told you, I, I stayed a bit long here last week on this particular um, point. I made you understand that success is not measured by what people have and what the car you drive, the life you live, the house you live in. Success is measured by how well you are able to fulfill your purpose. Because the only person that is the um, um, that can measure how successful you are is the one that created you and as long as you are fulfilling the reason for which he created you you become what successful in his sight are you following me yes now note this everyone of you follow me it's is it will be wrong in let's say you work for 
um, 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 NCBA, and NCBA employs you uh, as a credit um, officer um, or credit manager, and um, you are working, can somebody in equity, the HR in equity, appraise your work in NCBA? Why? Are they the ones that employed you? Yes. The reason why the one you are appraised by the place or the organization or the company that employs you is because they called you to do a certain specific work. They had a JD for you when they employed you. So they are the ones that can appraise you to know whether you are doing the right thing or not. In the same way, the one that created you is Jehovah. He is the only one that can appraise you to know whether you are being successful or not. Not any man. Amen. So success is not rated by anybody. Our success in life is rated by Jehovah. For he is the one that made us, that created us. And so we need to fulfill that which he created us to do. Number six. Your failure to fulfill your purpose is failing who? God. Because he's the one that brought you here. He's the one that made you. He's the one that created you. So if you fail to fulfill your purpose, you are failing the man that created you. Say, Lord, Lord help me to fulfill my purpose. Help me to fulfill my purpose. Number seven is the first step in identifying your purpose is to what? Ask God. Is to what? Ask Yes. why do you have to ask god because he's the one that created you and we read a scripture in uh, ephesians 1 verses 11 let me push it from go to point eight and we come back to seven and then i connect it to now now shall we read one go you cannot find your purpose outside of what yes you cannot find your purpose outside of god you find your purpose in Christ. In Christ, we are able to find who we are and we are able to identify our purpose. Are we together? Yes. For you to be able to identify your purpose, you find it in Christ. Somebody say, my purpose is in Christ. My purpose is in Christ. Yes. Yeah, so you need to be able to connect with that and that is how you become successful. So now let's go to point number seven and then... Um, 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 back to point seven point seven now let's read ephesians 1 11 to 12 from the message bible ephesians 1 11 to 12 ephesians 1 11 to 12 shall we read one go the bible says it is in christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for you don't find who you are outside of christ you find who you are in christ he says it is in christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for in christ you are able to identify who you are you are able to identify that the main reason why you see i, I, I said it last week he's the one that made us so you cannot find your purpose outside because he will not give you a purpose outside of what he does are we together yes yeah there is no ceo that will employ you and he will send you to another organization to work for that organization it doesn't work like that he employs you and makes sure you are working within his institution and that is how it is in christ we are able to find out who we are and what we are living for any purpose that is not aligned with the things of god is not a godly purpose it's not your purpose let me put it that way any purpose that you ah, I mean, as for me, I was created to 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 do what? Uh huh. Give me an, uh, give me some of the funny purposes that you used to have before you got born again. Yeah, any purpose that is not in God is not a purpose because in Christ we are able to find who we are and what we are living for. Uh huh. Shall we read one go? I like the last part. Uh huh. Now let's read it again. One go together. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
there is a um we are not synchronizing shall we go one two three go uh-huh uh, uh, you see this this church here is reading something else this other church here is reading something else shall we read from the from long before one go the bible says long before we first heard of christ and got our hopes up before even you became alive in him he had his eyes on us and the part i like is he had designs on us for what a glorious living glory be to god god had designs for you to have a glorious life can i tell you something before even 2020 um 20 um, um 32 2020 um 6 2025 comes he already has a plan for your life sometimes we complain we crumple we feel frustrated in our own space because we don't trust him enough and we feel like everything that we are doing is all about us ladies and gentlemen you need to come to a point of understanding you are part of a bigger puzzle say i'm part of a bigger puzzle now say it again say i am part of a bigger puzzle yeah so he has a plan for your life he's planning every day every night making sure you walk in the plan so that you be you fall part of a bigger picture he's trying to create god has a bigger plan for your life and i want you to to enter into your spirit before i go into what i have for you today he has a bigger plan for you Say, God has a bigger plan for me. Yes, you are part of a bigger puzzle. You are part of a bigger picture. You are part of a bigger plan that he is creating. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the glorious life he has for you is a bigger one. It's a greater one. It's not just an ordinary life. So that is why he wishes you to walk in his purpose. He wishes you to walk in his plan. Not in your own plan. And most of us, we are so caught up in our selfish ambitions to an extent that we don't look up to what God has for us. I want to do this. I want to do this. The question is, have you asked yourself what will God have me do? what will god have me do you, you we are so ambitious in ourselves and we don't even seek what god really wants you to see i told you and never forget this if you walk in your purpose you are guaranteed long life shout after me if i walk in my purpose if i walk in my purpose, i'm guaranteed I am guaranteed long life long life say if i walk in my purpose if i walk in my purpose, i am guaranteed long life long life. you can never die before your time if you are walking in the will and the divine purpose of god for your life you can never i always tell you never we were all made by god he chooses who stay here on this planet and he chooses who goes he chooses who to kill and who to make alive. He chooses who to give life and who to take life out of. Everything we are, everything we have, it was given by him, orchestrated by him. He chooses what happens in the life of every one of us. So the only reason why he will keep you here is because you are part of his plan. There is something he wants you to fulfill. There is something he wants you to achieve. So it doesn't matter how hard the devil hits you. He will still ensure that you are here. Amen. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. Just look at this. That's why I keep bringing like a, a company, an organization and its employees. Think about it this way. Here on earth, the Bible says we are the workmanship of Christ Jesus. We are God's staff. Say, I am God's employee. I am God's employee. Here on earth, we are working for God. Oh, me, I'm not a pastor. No, you don't need to be a pastor. Even where you are working in that organization, you are still working for God. Because you are working, you are serving humanity. Are you getting me? 
Yes, so you are working for God in your own capacity, in your own way, with your own expertise and skills. Now, as long as you fall within God's plan, and if you are, let's say you are a CEO, you are a, 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 a business owner, and you have some people you have employed, as long as they are working and they are doing well, and bringing, um, 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 I mean, they are being productive and efficient, will you fire them? Yes, you will not. Why? Because they are bringing results. They are doing what is required. But now, if they are not doing what is required, they are doing, you tell them something, they do the opposite, they don't, they don't fall part of the bigger picture, they are not ahead, taking the organization to where you're supposed to, do, to go, they are doing directly opposite of what you desire. What will you do? To save your organization, you fire them. The only time God will make sure you die before your time is when he realizes you are not in purpose. You see, when you are not in God's will and you are not in God's purpose, listen and listen good. He does not have any reason to keep you here. So if anybody, any attack comes to you, say, ah, this one, he's just wasting time on this planet. Let him go and let, let us receive him in heaven and wait for us. Are you getting me? But yes, when sir. God realizes that you are fulfilling his plan, you are fulfilling purpose, you are doing what is required of you to do here on earth, you can never die before your time. Shout, I am guaranteed long life. I am guaranteed long life. Shout, I am guaranteed long life. I am guaranteed long when life. When you read Psalm 91, I mean, the last few verses, it says, Because he has set his love upon me, I will satisfy him with long life. That is what God said. God said, Because you have set your love on him, he shall give you long life. May Jehovah bless you with long life. I receive. Put your hand on your head and say, I shall live long. I shall live long. I shall live. I shall live. And not die. And not die. And declare, and declare the works of God. The works of God. Yes. Psalm 91, verses 16. The Bible says, With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Take me back. Take, take me back to the previous verse, verse 15. Uh-huh. Shall we read one go? Oh, he shall call upon you and you what? You what? He said he what? He will answer. He said he shall call upon me and I will answer him. And I will be with him in trouble. And I will deliver him and honor him. Why? You see, this happens to people who are working in his assignment and purpose. Who are doing his bidding. Sir, you are CEO in your company. You head your organization. If one of your staff that is working so hard calls you at 9 a.m. 9 p.m., will you not pick? You pick. Even at 11, will you not pick? Yeah, why? You pick because this is an asset to the organization. So, if somebody, God sits in heaven and he says, you are an asset here on earth for him. My friend, when you call, he answers. Even you yourself. If somebody is an asset to you and the person calls you, will you not pick? You, you answer. Because the question is, are we walking in that which God wants? If you are walking in his purpose, there is no time you call on him that he will not answer you. He will answer you. He will respond to you. And he said, he says, he shall call on to me and I will answer him. And I will be in trouble. Read, read what he said. He will, I will be with him in what? Oh my God. I will be with him in trouble. Next verse. With long life will I satisfy him and I will show him my salvation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, I, I think it's the previous one. The previous The scripture I'm looking for. I mean. Yes. Ah, uh, Good. Verse 14. Let's read. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. He said, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will I will deliver him as you set your love on god when you love god you fulfill his purpose as you set your love on god may he deliver you amen i said may he deliver you i said may he deliver you he said because he has set his love upon me i will deliver him and i will set him what on high 
you shall go higher than you ever expected. I said, this year you shall go higher. As you walk in purpose and your assignment, may you go higher. I said, may you go higher. I said, may you go higher. I said, may you go higher. If you are here, shall I receive it? He said, because he has set his love upon him, I will deliver him. And I was because he has because I was set him on high because he has known my name. May God take you higher and higher and higher and higher. Let's put this in the message um, translation. In message, this particular um, scripture from 14 to 16. Shall we read one go? Mm-hmm. Now, who is speaking here? Who is speaking here? He said. If you hold on to me, to what I want you to do, I will get you out of any trouble. I pray for you today. May Jehovah get you out of any trouble. I said any trouble. He says, I will give you the best care if you will only get to know and trust me. This is God speaking. He will give you the best care. Next verse. Uh Uh-huh. Come on, read it louder. One go. Call me and I'll answer. Uh-huh. Be at your side in bad times. I'll rescue you. Well. Do you hear that? Yeah. God says, call me and I will and be at your side in bad times. May God be at your side in bad times. I, I said, may God be at your side in bad times. May God be at your side in bad times. If you are here, shall I receive it? I receive. Close your eyes for 30 seconds and say, Lord, Lord in, bad times, in bad times, be at my side. At my say, Lord, Lord, in bad times, in bad time, make a way for me. Way. Lord, Lord, in bad times, in bad time. do a miracle in my life. Miracle. Lord, Lord, in bad times, time. rescue me out of it. Rescue in the name of Jesus. In bad times, may God rescue you. I receive. I said, in bad times, may God rescue you. I receive. Nobody wishes that bad times come, but in the unlikely event that it comes, Jehovah has given you a promise. He shall rescue you. Amen. And he said he will throw you out. Get ready for a bigger celebration. I said, get ready for a bigger celebration. If you are here, shall I receive that? I receive that. So you need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to our point. That when you walk in purpose, it grants you, you are guaranteed long life. And God is quick to respond to you. God is quick to what? To respond to you because you are walking in purpose. Now let's go to verse 9, chapter um, point 9, because we have done 8. And that is where we go to last week. Point. I said to you, your purpose is what? Your purpose is what? Your purpose is location sensitive. And during the Kesha, I mean, on Friday, I was meditating on a scripture in First Kings chapter 17. And uh, let, let's go to First Kings chapter 17. And uh, let's look at something there as we move uh, from this particular um point to the next point in the next few first kings chapter 17 can i tell you please anytime you you hear a word especially on a a sermon like this do me a favor preach it to someone else who can who has been doing that just just call somebody and tell them what you heard in there just the little points you learn just replicate it evangelize to someone your friend, your brother, your, your, I mean, your colleague at work, just make sure this is what we, uh, there's something I've heard I feel I need to share with you. So that person becomes your disciple. You are evangelizing to the person. Amen? So don't just keep the message to yourself. Once you receive it, find someone and share the message to them. Are we together? Are we together? Yes. Yeah, so make it a point to share the message to them. In fact, you don't need to quote me. You can quote me, but you don't need to quote me. You can just make it look like as if you are the one that read the Bible and then you received it yourself. Are you getting me? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Let's read. Now, it's First Kings chapter 17 from verse 1. Shall we read one go? Uh-huh. 
And the Bible says, and Elijah the Teshbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ab, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall be no dew nor rain these years except at except at my except at my now Elijah appears and makes a decree that there shall be no rain nor dew, not unless I have spoken. What 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 an authority? He appears over the city and says, There is no going to be rain in this city, not until I have spoken. He didn't say, not unless God has spoken. He says, not unless I have spoken, there shall be no rain. And guess what? There was no rain. The rains, the heavens were shut because a man spoke. Hey! That is how powerful voices are. Somebody say voices. Voices. They are voices and authorities God has put in place over our lives and their words become like decrees that are established in the spirit elijah said there shall be no rain nor dew except at my word and god says my son you have said it i approved it i shut the heavens because when a prophet speaks his words are as powerful as his prayer did you hear what i said yes when a prophet speaks his words are what are as powerful as his prayer elijah did not pray here elijah spoke and said there shall be no deal no rain except at my word and the bible has already said you see god's word agrees everywhere god has already said that i confirm the words of my prophet so when elijah said it god was obligated by his own word to confirm this word are you hearing me yes sir. are you hearing me yes sir. now let's go to that and make a detour and and come back isaiah uh, 44 verses 20 um, um six he says i confirm the words of my prophet god says he himself confirms the words of his prophet so once the word is declared he has to confirm it can i say something once a prophet speaks heaven is obligated to make it happen that is why when elijah spoke over the 42 children and said let bear come and devour these children heaven had to release bears to kill 42 children they were children they were innocent they didn't know what they were doing but guess what they were mocking the prophet elijah elijah was a bold man elijah beg your pardon he was a bold man bold you know about yeah so when the elijah one day was climbing a mountain and elijah couldn't climb so the children were at the top of the mountain they were saying bald man climb up bald man climb up so they were mocking a man they didn't know who he was so as they were mocking elijah elijah got angry and most prophets literally 98 percent of the prophets in the bible all of them had a hot temper beginning from moses bible actually talks about moses's temper elijah got angry and said let bears appear and devote these children and immediately bears came and all 42 children died instantly why because a prophet has spoken i pray for you this year you shall do well i receive i pray for you this year your desire shall be granted i receive this year you shall get a better job I receive. this year god shall increase your income I receive. this year you shall not fall sick to strange diseases I receive. this year the lord shall bless your going out and your coming I in receive. this year door shall open unto you I receive. this year finances shall come your way I if you are here shall i receive it i receive it when the word is declared like that it's about how you receive it as long as your spirit connects with it it activates something in the spirit and mm -hmm. it begins to work for you receive when a prophet speaks and you connect with it that is how it works i mean i mean yesterday um um um, um when she was giving a testimony how many of you were at kesha and i was i made a decree that there is an arrow in the air that we need to stop you heard it here that any satanic arrow in the air we declare let it backfire every year we even prayed for government officials how many of you were here she said they took a chopper went to a function and when they were about to start the chopper the chopper refuses to start in other words and the pilot says fuel was not injecting into the chopper 
So that means simply, if that incident happened after they took off, they would have crashed and all died. But it couldn't happen. Why? Because declaration had been made the night before. I make a prayer over your life. In the name of Jesus. You cannot die premature. I I said you cannot die premature. I I said you cannot die premature. You cannot die premature. Under this unction, you are not allowed to die premature. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive it. I was telling her, I didn't want to scare her because I actually knew exactly what was going to happen. But I had to put it paraphrase because there are, there are three functions they needed to go and meet and all those. So I said, we need to pray. And I didn't want to point to you directly because if you're, now she'll be shaking and possibly say, I'm not going for that event. But God spoke and there was de- deliverance over Amen. people's lives. Amen. There were about six officials in the chopper. That means all of them would have crashed. And guess what? They had functions and some of them were here for Kesha. You, you have nothing to do on Saturday. But you were not here for Kesha. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Change your nature. Yeah. Change your life. Now let's go. Let's go on. Let's go on. See, first kings. First kings. First kings. Yeah. Next verse, he said, there shall be no rain or dew set at my way. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, uh-huh, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook which flows into uh-huh, and it shall be that uh-huh. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, as long as you stay by the brook, as long as you stay by the brook, you shall have a constant supply. You shall have a constant supply. Now, this is why I'm bringing this. I mean, if you can give me a picture, Teddy, give me a picture of a brook. Now, this is what it is. Now, a brook is not a big river. I said this on Friday. A brook is a little small river that runs through mountains or, I mean, I mean low or high um, places. It's just a small thing. Somebody says small river. A small river. And when God wanted to sustain the prophet, God told the prophet to go and hide by the brook, not by a river. There were rivers in the land that God could have assigned the prophet to go there. But God said, no, if you want a supply, I want you to go to the brook. And that is a strange revelation. Because the reason is this. The brook is not the biggest river in the city. There were bigger rivers. But God says, if you want supply, go to the brook. There you have constant supply. And remember there was famine in the land. Life was difficult. But God did not take Elijah to the bigger river. God said, I want to sustain you. But I will sustain you from a small river. Can I tell you something? God can through a small opportunity solve all your problems. Sometimes we are looking for some big breakthrough. Some hundreds of millions to come. No. If God is with you, even a little brook can change everything for you. Amen. Now that is a brook. It's, uh, it's not even a big thing. This, is, this even looks even better. A brook, there, there is a tiny one. Tiny. It's like a small river. It's not like, like a river. It's like a small water that is flowing somewhere. A stream like a paddle. Are you getting me? Yes. And that is where God sent Elijah to be sustained. Can I tell you something? Yes. I was saying, this church is not the biggest church in the city. But can I tell you something? This is the place God has sent you to. Amen. And it, you need a revelation to know that this may not be the biggest church in the city. But as long as I can stay by this brook, I shall be sustained. Amen. I shall be sustained. I shall be sustained. I shall be sustained. I shall be sustained. Amen. God could have sent you anywhere to be sustained. But prophetically and significantly, he took you to a brook. Somebody say a brook. A brook. And he says, if you stay by the brook, when nobody is eating you, I will send ravens, strange bears to feed you. He says, and it shall be that you shall drink from the brook. And I have commanded ravens to feed you where? There, there at the brook. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Jesus. We may not be the biggest, 
we may not be there we are only one year old we just started but through this same book i see doors opening for you through this same book i see miracles happening for you through this same book i see transformations manifested in your life through this same book god shall send unusual testimonies your way if you are here shout i receive it you see when imagine elijah uh, going by the brook and there were seven thousand other prophets in the city and i, I believe they would say ah prophets really can't you find a bigger river can't you go to a better place and enjoy good life but he knew that he couldn't go anywhere else because he had received divine instruction the instruction is go to the brook cherub do not go to the biggest river but go to the brook and at the brook there was a miracle he was sustained whilst others were dying he was provided for when others had nothing to eat at the brook life was comfortable for him when everything was difficult for others why because he was there by divine revelation ladies and gentlemen when you come to a place when you know why god brought you here it doesn't matter what happens god shall sustain you it doesn't matter how hard it gets god shall preserve you and i pray for you in the name of jesus as you hide by the brook may you receive your blessing as you hide by the brook may you receive the testimony as you hide by the brook may god remember you in the time of trouble he said i will rescue you in the time of trouble i shall be with you and deliver you i pray that may you receive a testimony a miracle a breakthrough if you are here shout i receive it can be, be, be seated for a minute he said at the brook you shall drink from there not on the river at the brook at the brook at the brook you need a revelation to know that you are here by divine revelation somebody say by divine revelation by divine revelation you see no no we are not called to everybody but we are called to certain specific people and the people that we are called to god will make sure that we grow with them we expand with them we increase with them and hear me and hear me well Amen. i always say that you see as we keep growing when you when you and we keep growing and we keep growing and we keep expanding it's like every ministry is like a bus that takes off when a bus takes off, people get on the bus from the very first bus station and others get off. Others get on. Yeah. Others get off. There are people who, who start with the journey and they end with the journey. Yeah. But there are people who drop off on the way. Yeah. I get me? And yes. others get on board. And there are others who started but may not end the journey. But there are others who get on board later but end with the journey. And that is the revelation you need to understand. That when you are sent to a place of your prophetic assignment, there are people, they, the assignment is to stay until we get to where God is taking us. And if you are part of that team, it doesn't matter what God people mm, tell you. Mm, it doesn't matter your discouragement. Mm, it doesn't matter what happens. You know you are here for a prophetic yes. assignment. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, so with that revelation, you are able to break through. With that otherwise, I am telling you, when the devil starts to hit your work, um, I think, I think, I think I need to leave this book. No, that is where God is assigned you to receive your breakthrough. It may not be the biggest river, the ocean, or what, but you know your breakthrough is coming from the brook. Amen. So location is very sensitive to your blessing say location location is sensitive is sensitive to my blessing to my blessing and the next thing is time somebody say time time purpose is time sensitive to be fruitful you need to understand divine timing somebody shout divine timing divine timing shout it say divine timing divine timing yes you need to understand divine timing there are certain times that you cannot miss there are times that god will pass you through wrong places do the wrong job 
connect with the wrong people. And, but when your prophetic time is up, he brings you to the place where you are ordained to be. Say divine timing. Say, Lord, help me to see help me to and, see. To and to know my prophetic timing. My prophetic timing. There's, you see, every, the scripture we read in Ephesians, in the message, right? But the Bible says, whilst we were not even in him, he had his eyes on us and he had designed a glorious living for us. Amen? Are you hearing me? Before, he says, before long, we heard of Christ. Even before you heard of Christ, God had his eyes on you, number one, and he had his hopes on you, and then he was making sure you have a glorious life. Are you following me? Yeah, before you you get to the time or the place of beginning to fulfill your purpose, God already will be working through you, working in you, passing you through the mess everywhere, so that by the time he's ready to take you off, you have everything you need to fulfill purpose. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes. So, man of God, I lost my job in 2020. It was part of the plan. Man of God, it looks like now things are tough. It was part of the plan. Uh, the way my boss is frustrating me. Can I tell you something? Yes, sir. The other day, I was, I was talking to my daughter and I was telling her, um, you need to be strong. Sis, sis, um, um, she's the class, she's the prefect. Um, I don't know how the class, whatever. And she's saying, yes. He says, um, before they did the election, I told you what happened. Yeah. There's somebody in the class said that um, for the parents told the girl to tell the class before the election that the girl came to class and said, you people vote for me. I'll bring Beyonce to class. And a young girl, all those young people, they were so excited. A little girl with that skill. The girl my daughter was competing with says that she will bring Beyonce to the school. So if they vote for her, next week, celebration. It was never going to happen. But that is a typical politician. I think he might have some genes from Kenya. I can tell you. <laughs> An intelligent lie. Says My daughter says, so what do I say? I say, just tell them what you can do. Tell them what you can do. But you need to be strong. And then now, before Monday when the election is, go to every one of the students. As many as you can go to walk to them individually and talk to them. And be strong. He says, and some of them will reject me. Some of them may shout at me. I said, hey, that is why I shout at you. So that when someone else shout at you, you don't see it as anything. If I can shout at you and you can accommodate it, these ones, it's easy. The point I'm trying to make you understand is this. Sometimes God will bring you to a bad boss so that by the time you get to the top, to the plain place he wants you to be, everything else becomes easy. Yes. Nothing shocks you anymore. Oh, I've seen this before. Ah, this, this thing, this hostility in this environment, I have seen it. Nothing shocks me because God needs to prepare you for a bigger throne. So all these funny things you are going through, your HR is hating on you, this person is attacking you, no, there is a bigger picture that God has for you. So if you can accommodate this pressure, when he puts you on a bigger throne, he knows, I trained this one for this. I have trained him enough that even the worst thing that can happen, he shall still be able to sustain it. Are you getting the picture? Yes. So God is not, God knows, he said he has designed a life for you. So if he had designed a life for you, he needs to prepare you for even the worst that can happen. So if, I, if you can accommodate some negative things that happen, God knows if I, if I put this one on a bigger throne, this person can handle it. Can I tell you something? The negative things you are going through, they are preparing you for a bigger throne. No, no, no. Some of you, you are not receiving it like you have to receive it. I said they are preparing you for a bigger throne. I receive if God knows you could handle the pressure of 2023, 2024, you can handle it. 
then in 2020 he says he will give you a bigger business bigger opportunity bigger door says oh i prepared minor in 2023 i prepared him in 2024 so in 2020 says ah he can handle it you need to understand every single thing you are going through is being prepared is preparing you for the top that's why when you read Romans chapter 8, verses 28, he says it in very profound. He says, all things work together for the good of them that love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. All things work together. And you see, and you see, shall we read it one go? And we know. All things work together for good mm-hmm. to those who love God. According to his he says, and we know that one. All things. Somebody say all things. The good, the bad, the ugly, the nasty, all things, they shall work together for your good. And you see, if you have studied management, I mean, the word, the phrase work together is the Greek word synergio. It is from the word synergio that we get the management term synergy, which literally is interpreted. After you put all the individual efforts together, the resultant effect will be greater than what was initially intended to be. Synergy is simply defined as one plus one is equal to three. Are you following me? In other words, after we put everything you have been together through the resultant effect of your life shall be greater, shall be greater, it shall be greater than you ever thought and you ever imagined. Yeah. That is why the Amplified puts this scripture in a very interesting way. Can you put me, uh, give me this in, in, in Amplified, this same scripture. Shall we read one go? Read what? Read what? It says, and we know with great confidence. Uh-huh that god who is what deeply concerned about you can i tell you something jehovah is deeply concerned about you you know he is deeply concerned about you causes all things to work together as a plan for the good of those who love god and to those who are called according to his plan and purpose glory be to god so even on on 14th when the guy blocked his phone and blocked you and told you his phone fell in water it was part of the plan it was somebody called me crying said papa i cannot reach him i said okay i said but i prepared you i told you on 14th you should get ready for anything phones will die batteries will die something must happen are you getting me yes even that one he disappeared 14th he came on 16th he had a breakdown i mean all the stories you huh yes he went for a conference for work so many things happened yes when i there was roadblock we couldn't come had to stay all that say it's part of the plan say say it is part of the plan it's part of the plan. Shall we say it's part of the plan? It's part of the plan. Yeah, so God has a way of orchestrating things so that when the right time is up, he brings you out. So you so some of us we rush too much. We want it to happen now and now because God works with time. Somebody say God works with time. With time. You see, I mean, have you remember those days when you used to I don't know whether you people used to have it here when you have lessons then this lecturer will come and um, tutor will come teach maybe geography and then he goes and another teacher comes yeah good so maybe maybe you don't like maths and then the math teacher comes it looks like the guy is not leaving and the most painful thing is when the next teacher that is supposed to come tells the math teacher continue <laughs> double lesson and you don't like this teacher but he's continuing but there is i don't know there is we, we used to call something we, they used to have a bell so they ring the bell to change lesson did you used to do it here so now when you study study you don't like this the guy is bombarding you with funny algebra expressions you don't even want to listen but immediately you see the bell boy walk out i he rings crying 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 change lesson immediately you hear change lesson it's like some salvation has come your your troubles have lifted but 
But when the tutor is there, it looks so long. It looks like it is not ending. Can I tell you something? Yes, sir. God is about to change a lesson in your life. I receive it. There is a face in your life that looks so bad. It looks like it is not ending. But I prophesy over your life. There is a shift coming. There is a turnaround coming. God is about to overturn the tables in the mighty name of Jesus. You have been in a lesson that you don't like. A face that you don't like. A face that is toxic, that is negative, that is frustrating, that is painful. But I hear the angel of the Lord say, I am a to begin something new in the life of my people i am changing the chapter a new chapter is about to be open a new chapter is about to be open time is up for you to receive your breakthrough if you are here shall i receive it shall i receive it say my time is up for a new lesson for a new lesson my time is up my time is for, up. A for a new assignment my time is up my time is to up. fulfill my purpose fulfill my if purpose. you are here shall i receive it i receive that come see that in the heavenly places put your hands together for jesus so purpose is time sensitive sometimes you see the time frame between when god makes you know and when you start fulfilling it, it's the most difficult time. That gap, you know, you know this is what you want to do, you have to do, but it's not happening. Have you been there? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. You know you really need a better job, but for that job to come, you feel like it's not happening. You know, I mean, you, you overqualify. Even your boss does not have the qualifications you have, but still, He's oppressing you, attacking you. You begin to, God, when will my own turn comes? God is just preparing you. So that the moment you step in your purpose, you are fully ready for that work. Fully and entirely ready. You see, Nehemiah served as a butler in the king's house for years. But his main purpose was to help build the walls of Jerusalem. He was, he was meant to build, be a builder of walls, but he was a butler. Can you imagine? Do you know what a butler is? Yeah. <laughs> Let me put it in simple, like a waiter. Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 1. Nehemiah 2. Read one, go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it came to pass, uh huh, hold me back. In the nine, in the month of Nisan, in the twelve year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was before him, that I took the wine and gave it to the king. All he was doing was to present wine. People have jobs, my friend. Now, I had never seen. Now I had never been sad in his presence before. Now this is Nehemiah writing, huh? Therefore, the king said to me, why is it that your face is sad since you are not sick? This is nothing but sorrow of heart. So I became dreadfully afraid. Next verse. And said to the king, may, and, and, said, and, and said to the king, may the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city and his gates are burned with what? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now hold it there. This is what. Another way of identifying your purpose is what gives you a burden. The problem you are always feeling like you are the one to solve the problem. When Nehemiah was not living in Jerusalem, but when the gates of the city was burned, he had the burden. 
If you see that there is a burden in the house of God, that may be your assigned and defined purpose. There are people, they only see the wrong. If you see a certain wrong, God has called you to fulfill it and to do it. Why? Simply because maybe the only reason why others are not seeing it is because you are the one to solve the problem. Are you getting me? Yes. Sir. Because you are the one to solve the problem, God has blinded everyone else from seeing it. So you pick it and you begin to work on it. Other people lived in Jerusalem. They were there when the gates were built, but they had, they had no emotions towards it. They did not feel a thing for it. But somebody else that was living in a foreign land felt like this, I mean, walls needs to be rebuilt. And guess what? God gave him an assignment and the king released him. The next thing you need to know about fulfilling your purpose is that when it is time for you to fulfill your purpose, every person you need shall align. Oh, you don't get it. Every person you need shall what? Align. Can I pray for you? Yes. We release divine alignment. I receive it. People you need to help you fulfill your purpose, we release them to align. I receive In the name of Jesus. The next point I'm going to go is is people. That purpose is people sensitive. Now, let's let's go back to um, um, verse verse 10. I think I'm ending right there. Uh, um, Point 10, sorry. You need to understand that when it is time for God to release you into your purpose, everything shall align. Now go with me to last scripture. Let's be upstanding as we close. To Genesis chapter 12, reading from verse 1 in the Amplified. Let's be upstanding as we read the last verse. If you are coming to church, bring a notebook and make notes so that when you go back home, you preach the sermon to the people that you work with. Amen? Preach the sermon to your brother, your sister, your cousin, call your people and have a service, a mini service with them. You can collect offering if you want. Shall we read one go? Now, God calls Abraham and tells Abraham, leave your father's house and I'll make your name great. Mm. And then now, the question is, why would God tell Abraham to leave his father's house and leave his relatives in order for him to be great? Some of you, in order for you to be great, you need to leave certain people. Mm. Hello? Hello? I said, in order for you to be great, you need to what? Leave Sir. certain people and leave certain locations. Yeah. Imagine, so couldn't God bless Abraham where he was living? There was something prophetic about where he needed to be. Next verse, uh, verse 3. Uh-huh. Give me verse 3. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. God says to Abraham, if you go to that new location, everything is going to work for you. Even me, I'm going to back you. So, the place of fulfillment of your purpose is key. And then now he comes to verse 4. Let's, not, wait, wait, let's go to verse 4. So, shall we read one go? Uh-huh. This is the way I want. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Abraham was what? 75 years old. When God told Abraham to go fulfill destiny, he was 75 years old. So at the age of 75, the guy began to fulfill purpose. Can you imagine? So why didn't God call Abraham to fulfill purpose at the age of 45? Or 30? Or 25? Or 70? But specifically at the age of 75, that was when God said, now go and fulfill what really I created you to become. You don't know the slightest, you don't have the slightest idea the age when God is about to begin with you. 
Some of you think you have arrived. No, God is just preparing you. But when the right time is up, everything else falls in place. Are you hearing me? Yes. You are praying unto God. I mean, I have some things I, I wanted to share. I didn't, I didn't get time to share. I mean, you know, the disciples of Jesus, Bible scholars, and Bible scholars believe they were teenagers. Actually, they said the oldest each one of them could be was in their 20s, early 20s. So those movies, you see them with beard. No, no, no. They are the disciples. They were young people. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were young. Mary was a teenager. At the time, he, he, she was being betrothed to Joseph. Most of the people God used were young people. And the older ones he used, he still used them. So age has got nothing to do with, with, with what God can do with you. He can work with old people. He can work with young people. Are you hearing me? He determines the age he wants to work with you. Once he chooses 55, that is the age I'm beginning with you. So be it. He chooses you, 42. That is the age I want to begin with you. 45, that is the It doesn't matter. And I pray for you. When your age comes for God to fulfill his purpose, may you not be denied. May you not be denied. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I want you to talk to God briefly. The Father, help me. That I will not miss my prophetic timing. And I told you on Sun Friday that for your prophecy to be fulfilled, you need what competence and what capacity. You capacity is required and competences are required for certain things to happen in your life. Joseph serving in Potiphar's house was in charge of everything Potiphar owned. He little did he know he was being prepared to become a prime minister too. It be in charge of the whole nation. So where you are right now, ladies and gentlemen, you are being prepared. Oh, I'm being abused. Oh, I'm in it, in it, in it. my friend, you are being prepared. It is preparation. So don't you think God had an idea that all these things you are going through is going to happen? It is going to happen. Uh, I mean, my boss is this, my boss is this, my friend, God knew. But just get yourself ready for the bigger picture. Don't be myopic in your thinking, but you need to think of the, God has a plan. In all this, he has a plan. I want you to talk to God and tell the Lord, Father, in the midst of this, in the midst of this, Father, work a plan. Work a miracle. Come on, lift up your voice. Begin to talk to God. Don't let me miss my prophetic timing. Father, we speak and declare. Shalia Atoshaka. Shalemekadia Atonimi Adibi Antonimi Kapaya. Ratalalala Brashalalabra Shakaya. In the name of Jesus. I want you to talk to God. You are telling the Lord everything you need to learn before you go to your next level. May He grant you the wisdom to know. Are you getting me? Yes. May God grant you the wisdom to know and to learn. I mean, as my early days as a pastor, I always say, I always say, I learned things the hard way. Because I had, I had to learn on the job. Years back in London. And so, 
There are some things that happen in my life and life of ministry doesn't surprise me anymore because I've learned them. I've known them. You are praying that Father help me to know what I need to know before I get to my next level. Can I take this for me? If you forget everything that you heard today, don't forget this. This is not your end. Amen. There is something bigger coming. Amen. And you need to be ready for that bigger thing that is coming. Amen. Ephesians 1 says, God already had a design, a glorious living for us. And we believe God that that glorious life shall manifest. Amen. You are telling the Lord, Father, before I go to my next level, I don't want to miss anything. Anything I need to know. Any connection I need to have. Any door that needs to open. Father, something I need to learn. Let me learn it before I move to my next level. Come on, lift up your voice and talk to God. Lift up your voice and talk to God. you are taking your last prayer you are declaring in the name of jesus that may god divinely align you amen with the people that you need with the things that you need with the resources that you need may those doors begin to open for you you are declaring that this year you shall not be disappointed again yes this year you shall not lose again yes. heaven shall honor you this year yes that door shall begin to open. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. There is a 